0: We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode five of the 2020 Experience. We're excited to have Mr. Danny Laughlin in the house. Thanks, guys. And Thanks you might you might look at the, the title of today's podcast and go, wait a second, that must be a typo. It is How to Get Injured. And yes, we are bringing on an expert (laughs) and and someone who helps. That looks good, doesn't it? It does. We've got the microphone draped around our shoulders so we can share appropriately. Uh, We brought somebody on who's an expert, or in our opinion, and does this every day as a profession to help people become uninjured uh, to cover the topic of how to get injured. And most of what we're after today is to give people the tools to understand when they need help. And one of those people who needs those tools is
1: sitting right next to you. Yeah, we've been working on you for a little while now, haven't we? Way too long. Yeah. So, so how to get injured? Um, I mean, there's lots of ways to get injured. And and what percent
0: of of people are injured? um, So, say...
2: Preventative injury.
1: Yes. This so, be preventative. so we can't cover accidents. No, no, no. So you gotta so first you gotta define like what what, what classifies an injury? Uh versus, unable to pick up your child okay, off the ground. That uh, the I, I would classify like that at, yes. Why don't
2: you give us some more
1: scenarios? Yeah. I would <laughs> unable to pick up a piece of paper off the ground. <laughs> Unable your, to put your driving on. in a car. Do you feel like you're you're unable to crawl out of the car when you're done with a road or trip, or get in the car? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Very specific. So injury, injury versus like just day to day aches and pains. Injury is stuff that, like you're explaining right now, that it's affecting your day to day life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's impacting your ability to perform those just daily living tasks. Right. Um, And it's stuff that over the course of 48 to 72 hours is not improving. So say you do say you do a workout and you feel something kind of pop
0: in a workout and then you don't do anything about it. And four days later, you do another workout. What would be your recommendation to that that person? (laughs)
2: I feel like, yeah,
1: I feel like we're just, you know, (laughs) we're going to go through a session on how to treat John here. Um, So (laughs) it's a long road. (laughs) So that's nobody ever wants to, like, acknowledge that they're actually injured. So, human beings in general are very, when it comes to their bodies, are very good at, you know, that little voice that says, "Hey, something's not quite right." Yeah. About pushing that really deep down, far away, going, "No, it'll be fine. I've got mm-hmm. too much going on. There's too much. I don't have time to take care of this right now. Um, it'll just get better." Yeah. And so, a lot of people will do exactly what you're describing where they'll take you know they'll do a workout oh man that doesn't feel good for like three or four days take a couple of days off yeah okay you know yeah, I can a little bit better. Uh, yeah I, you know I got out of the shower today and it you know I didn't cry when I stepped over the tub progress you know, mm. that's progress um, mm. but you know let me jump back in another workout see if it'll just work itself out did mm-hmm. that ever cross through your mind oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. see yeah, it'll if it'll just get better see if it'll just it'll work just itself up.
2: out yeah, It don't yeah. maybe it'll warm up the workout, too. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll work itself out. Yeah, you know,
1: I'll, I'll go in and I'll do Did a nice do workout, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it'll just, that soreness will just kind of go away. Um, that little voice is there for a reason, and that's your body's way of telling you, know, like, <laughs> this microphone. <laughs> little mini microphone. Uh-huh. I feel, feel like, <laughs> so, so cool right 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 host. <laughs> We should put it on, like, a little straw or something. Yeah, so, that, ooh, so, yeah. that would be cool. Um, yeah, so it's it's your your body's way of saying hey something's not right like we need to get this looked at and i always tell people you know 48 hours is that's pretty normal for you know if you if you have some muscle soreness or you know you didn't move great um and you maybe tweak something but it should be improving right may not be perfect but there should be some improvement um if it's not going there then that should be an indication to you that something's not quite right. And you either need to get some help or, you know, try some stuff, try some some foam rolling on your own, some lacrosse balls, some smashing, ask coaches for suggestions, Um, you know, if it's to the degree where, like, you can't pick your kid up out of the crib, you know, that's pretty severe. So let me go...
0: Let me take a step back, though, because I think where where I am misaligned or where I am too thick-headed is when I had the initial injury, I was doing a box jump with a weight vest on. Ask me if I warmed up before the workout. John, did you
2: warm up before Not, that workout? No. I heard the workout start, so I put a weight vest on and I started. Okay. So we're making a lot of references to, like, John making yeah. up scenarios and such like that because... So, like... Go through what actually happened, yeah, and then at at different points in the in the game, right? uh, Pick out times when he should either stopped or come to see you or Jeff. And
0: and the reason we want to play this scenario game is. A lot of us do this. Oh yeah. And, and and this is just very this just happened or is just happening right now. And it, it started with the, the box jump with a with a weight weight fest. I did one round of this workout. I had box jumps, toes to bars, push-ups, handstand hold. Great little workout. And first round was great. Second round, first round of box jumps, I felt a little twinge in my back. What would what should I have done at that point in time? It felt sketchy, and it like really started to hurt. It was okay. started to hurt right then. Yeah. So
1: so starting to hurt right then is a good indication. It was like ooh. To, gotta be real. Take it easy. Yeah. Take that weight vest off and walk away. Something's Cut. not right. Kept the weight vest on. <laughs> uh,
0: tried to increase my score. I got 15 box jumps the first minute. I tried to at least get 15 every other round from there. Matched my total bar number and was struggling to hold the one minute handstand. Now,
2: now did it hurt? Did it hurt the entire time? No So it didn't It like kind of felt like It hurt
0: on doing box jumps (laughs) On the third round It hurt every time Every time you went back to box jumps Yeah Yeah. And so 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 That was Scenario number one Didn't do anything about it that was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's still really sore. I haven't done anything. I'm resting it because there's a competition on Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to see Jeff uh, Remsburg, uh, my chiropractor, and he's working on my elbow. I don't even mention the back to him. So that was like step number two. Yeah. Then step number three is we're gonna do this little competition workout. I watched my partner go first because I haven't really I haven't done anything yet. Matt, you didn't even warm up. You didn't even no, think about warming up. It was dumbbell snatches, so I figured yeah. that would be a good warm-up. Did that first rep of the day hurt? Second one a little bit better. Third one a little bit better. Things started to
1: loosen up. Yeah, and they, got they, got, they got better, <laughs> and then and then, it, then it went downhill fast, right? Then it went downhill. Yeah, fast. And that's where you came and found me. We had to yes. Set yeah, so you, you set
0: my hip, and he looks at me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, i got to go do this.
1: Yeah. So then I did that workout, and the next morning I got out of bed, and things started to fall apart. So you probably at that point, like the next morning, your little voice was now Brittany telling you that that was not smart. Which you have to deny. Yes.
0: Oh, absolutely. no way. <laughs> absolutely. That, I mean, that, so there's no way that she's
1: right about that, that I should not have done that, because... No, of course not. So, yeah, so leading up to that, there were lots of opportunities for you to kind of take a step back. Um, But at the same time, like we've all been in a workout where maybe something didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And again, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that little voice that's like, ooh. That's not right. Yeah. And and everybody has that and everybody knows the difference between, uh, okay, I think I can work through this and, uh, all right, I, I, that's not good, but I'm going to just keep going. Right. You know, I I don't, I'm not willing to accept that I actually just injured myself. Right. You know,
2: um, are you going to get any less fit if you stop that one workout that day and then go try and fix yourself? Absolutely not.
0: Can so we argue that
1: you'd be a lot more fit. I was gonna say, I would, and you'd have more money in your pocket. So what I so because we get we get people in the clinic all the time who, you know, are are athletes at all different levels. You know, CrossFit athletes who you know moms husbands, dads, people coming in down to high school level athletes. And the, the thing that I always tell them is, you know, at this point in time, like, yes, we're going to have to modify what you're doing for your sport or for your exercise or for your activity that you enjoy doing. But when you are cleared to be back at a hundred percent, you, my goal is to have you 10 times stronger than you right. were before this injury. Right. Yeah. So you will go back and you will be doing better in terms of your lifting, your you know form, your your mechanics, all that stuff is going to be so much better because now you're setting the stage for, you know, you're correcting a lot of these issues that left uncorrected
2: are going to eventually pull you out of what you love doing. Right. So theoretically, like if John, so he had that happen on Tuesday, didn't feel so good on Wednesday, 48 hour mark is Thursday, he comes and sees you, uh, could have played around with some things, said yay or nay to the competition on Saturday and then technically we wouldn't even be in this scenario right now should not have been
0: true could have could have even and this is again why we're having i've got several more bullet points here of things that happened after yeah. everything i've told you about so far after the competition of <laughs> stupidity yeah. so there's at each layer there's an opportunity but at each layer there's also a compounding effect and and each each time I did something stupid, it got a little bit worse, and then it got a little bit worse, and it got a little worse, it got a little bit worse, and it got to the point where two weekends ago or a weekend and a half ago, I literally could not like put my socks on, like mm-hmm. Brittany put my socks on, which is not a comforting thing when you're like a pretty able-bodied person mm-hmm. generally. So you know, I, I look at each of those layers as opportunities. If if we would have caught it or if i would have been smart the first time it might not have been an issue by saturday correct if you if you could have shown you know if if i would have been like you know what this doesn't feel right it's thursday I go in and we start working on some bird dogs and some stability stuff. And you're like, dude, you don't have a right oblique. It doesn't fire you.
2: You're not stable. You need to do this before you can lift a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, can different. Even, you can still come into the gym and do all those exercises. You have, Yeah, you have to. Yeah. 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 So it's not like, well, Hey, John, don't come to the gym and not no. work out at all. Cause then people are like, well, I got to work out. Right. We, or make the excuse. There's people in here
1: that do that regular who are yeah. seeing yeah. us over in the clinic yeah. who, you know, we, we tell them and we communicate with you and tell yeah. them, Hey, this person's cleared for you know these movements but you know we also put it on them of you know the it's not the coach's job to you know it's their it's their job to keep you safe in there yeah. but at the same time like you are also an able body adult person like you're responsible for yourself yeah. you know you need to know what your limitations are what you are. feel we, we we don't know what yeah, you feel exactly we can see
0: how you move but but, yeah.
1: but but we don't know what you're feeling we can't you know you, only you know your body that well um, you know, one of the, I had a a mentor who, you know, we, we had a pretty in-depth conversation about this because we always talk about, you know, how much easier it is to fix somebody when we get it pretty quickly. Yes. Like within that first week or two, you know, that's drastically different. You know, normally by the time they're getting into my office, they've either had a surgery or, you know, it's been, you know, in their, you know, history, it's, oh, I've had this pain for, you know, on and off for three or four years. Okay, in my head I'm going, okay, well now, you know, if they're coming in for, you know, I've got shoulder pain on and off for 3 or 4 years, I'm going, okay, so now we got to look at the other hip, we got to look at their low back, we got to look at how their thoracic spine moves. So it just it's this trickle, Yeah, it's yeah. this trickle down effect of when something in your body is not working correctly yeah. or pain Is present, the body does not voluntarily move into pain. You gotta run away from it. Absolutely, every single time. And that just creates a slew of compensations that then, you know, if you're trying to get somebody back to being able to, you know, support an overhead position. You know, that's that's so much more work on the back end versus, you know, you coming in or even just doing a little consult with somebody and saying, hey, you know, can you take 15 minutes and give me a shoulder program? Yeah. You know, give me something that will help build some strength in my shoulder so that I can. Hold this overhead, and you know usually some of that stuff will jump out at you, and you know exactly what to correct. Right, because I think most of us are, or a lot of us are potential train wrecks
0: waiting to happen. Yeah, and and I think one of the things that you know people will say about CrossFit is you're like if you do it you're going to get hurt, and I say well things are going to get found out. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I would. Yes, I've been injured, but but it's also been a harsh dose of reality that I have some issues, and you, they came out. Oh well, yeah. yeah. You know I should be able to come in cold and be
1: able to do box jumps with the weight vest on. Should be able to. And then in all defensive CrossFit there that's not specific to crossfit yeah that's right right. you know that's not you didn't injure yourself because you came in and you did crossfit like Mm -hmm. you came in i I see just as many injuries from if not more from yoga pilates you know other stuff like that because the foundation of it is you know you came in and you were tight and you didn't move well Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And that, that could carry over to, you could have been picking Duke up out of his crib and done the exact same thing. Right. You know? Um, it, it's, you just, you really have to, like, pay attention to, you know, the, the foundations of your movement. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, coming in cold and, and... And unbalanced. And unbalanced and, you know, looking at stuff of, I think you told me in your history, you know, I, I've had back stuff on and off for, you know, a couple and of years, I, and right? And I know
0: which, and, I, and the last time this happened, I know which side of my back it was, and I know, I know that my hips are off. and
1: Yeah, and so every, every time you have that injury like you've experienced this time, it just gets a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. And it just gets a little bit worse, and then it gets better, and it gets better, and then it's like, okay, great, it got better better move on. you know let me move on and then the next time it's like oh crap okay now now i'm down for two weeks instead of like two days yeah. and then the next time it's okay now i'm down for a month or now i'm going in for you know an epidural injection right. you know something like that where that that intensity of the injury just continues to escalate right and and what kind of losses?
0: Oh, I do you, mean, you experience? So, so say could it could have been out two days?
2: Yeah, and then and you, it's
0: been it's been a month.
2: Yeah, and then you have, but you haven't been able to work out for that month. Or every time that you have, you've just blown it, blown it up even more. Worse. Yeah. So then you're just increasing that time outside of the gym, uh, and it's not like you were, you didn't go see them yet, so you weren't doing your homework yet. Correct? You just started. So I wasn't moving yesterday.
0: anything. I wasn't moving the ball no, forward.
2: No, no, no movement forward. Um, and then you expect to just come in as soon as you're fixed to crush it again. Which is never the you know the most wise decision. Like when you come in now, you not, not only do you not get to crush it right off the way, like you took a month off. Now you probably got to take another month to build just up. to build back up to what you were doing, and now you can crush it. So instead of just one month out of the gym, now you're two months, maybe even three, four months out outside of. I mean, would yeah. you not agree. Yeah, yeah, um, and I don't think people realize that.
1: Well, you remember like that that. One of the things that in that CrossFit level one that I loved was the like the um, it was the diagram of the uh, what's sickness I forget the graph called yeah wellness fitness yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where you know every injury knocks you down a little bit mm-hmm. you know drops you towards that sickness style yeah. or sickness side of it and you know you look at your you know your average client in here you know you're the owner. Of the gym, so you know, are you going to be leaving the workout world because of injury? No, you're going to likely, maybe, well, but likely you're going to find a way around it. Sure. But for somebody who's you know been doing this for you know six months a year, they they Might hurt take their the back. wind out of themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and and they may love coming in here and they may love yeah. doing that stuff, but if every time they try to get back to it, the rug gets pulled out from yeah. under them, then the likelihood that they stay with it's pretty slim. Right. And that's, those are the people that I end up seeing, you know, 10 years down the road from their first injury who, you know, they're carrying an extra 60, 70 pounds of weight, you know, they're depressed, they're on all these meds. Um, and, you know, it's, it's now affected their day to day life so much mm-hmm. that it's, you know, they're, they're incapacitated. Yeah. And that's an extreme example, but you know, it all starts reality. with it all starts with some injury that was not addressed correctly it just, it just derails you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, a, a great analogy is, you know, if you were driving down the road right now and you blew out a tire, what would you do? Well, you either call AAA or you change your tire if you have a, you have a spare. Yeah. Would you continue to drive on that for another two weeks? Yeah, John, you would. I would I ride it hard. Ride it hard. <laughs> Put
0: it in four wheel. Just, just go. Yeah. yeah. What's
1: What's going to eventually happen? Yeah, it's going to destroy the rest of the car. Right. It's going to yeah. be undrivable. Right. You know, that's a car. That's replaceable. Right. You know, we're your talking body, about your body. How many, how many bodies exactly. Do
2: you get? Yeah. You this is This pick. is it. Now, one thing, like a couple things, though, like as we're going through, like differentiating between, like. A in injury, right, mm-hmm. and feeling it in the workout. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I think we can we can get to a, ah give myself an excuse. Ah, my, uh, it my it, it hurts. It hurts. I'm probably going to miss next week. My uh, my biceps are sore. Um, But that translates into not body awareness, my elbow hurts or something, not saying that no one's elbows hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you differentiate between, hey, you're okay versus, no, you should probably take a break.
1: So pain is very, very interesting because it is very subjective person to person. And that doesn't mean that like Jeremy's pain is more, like if he says I'm at a seven out of 10, that's more intense than my seven out of 10. Mm-hmm. Like pain pain does stuff to people and everybody has a different pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, um, like what you're describing is, people have maybe never felt that before. And so like it their lungs scares burning them. Or their legs burning or their arms yeah. burning. Yeah, and or, so know. it becomes very scary. It it yeah. provokes that you know fight or flight response right. of, oh my gosh, am I hurting myself? I don't want to be hurt. Yeah. Um, and so you, at, the more you do, the more you become aware of your body, mm-hmm. and the more you understand like what just general soreness is and we we try to teach that all the time like i i always tell people you know nothing i give you should hurt but hurt is different from sore yeah you know soreness is yeah it's gone in 48 hours right? yeah you know or if it's if it's a if it's a really hard workout like you know karen 150 wall balls i hear, i hear people talking about Can their I quads it, all the time so you're, you're going to probably be sore for like four or five days yeah but that's because that volume is significantly higher. But it should be gradually improving. Right. Like day five should not feel like 24 hours after doing that. Mm. Yeah. You know, it should be okay, come in, move around. Yeah, it's feeling better. You know, it, your body's not giving you that red flashing light of okay, something's not right here. Right. Yeah. And so there's no definitive way of saying, you know, yeah, take a day off or. I would say, you know, if you're in question, if you're questioning whether or not, you know, you should come in and do a workout, like come in and just move. Do whatever yeah. you want. Like movement, the more you, if you're really sore from a workout, movement is what's going to get those muscles pumping and move that lactic acid out of there. Mm-hmm. That's what's making you really sore. And the more you can like condition your body to get rid of that stuff faster, the more your body like starts to figure it out. Yeah. The less and less sore you get from those workouts so uh, you know especially for people who are just kind of getting going on the workout front like movement is going to be better for you than than, than just saying oh my gosh I am so sore I'm just going to take this whole week off Yeah, like well, you can, can take this week off from the workouts but come in and like row or bike. Well, or I can tell you on. from experience what it's like to take the week off
0: and it sucks you feel yeah. terrible. You, get, you just yeah. get stiffer like your joints Just start to get stiff. My legs are sore for no reason. Like, yeah, everything just kind of settles. And you probably
2: eat perfectly while you're not here. (laughs) <laughs> I have been I
0: mean well, I, so I, yeah. I have to I have to yeah, so I have, have been, to but mo- most people won't no
2: the, it's an the, excuse it kind of slips away yeah because you're like well no, I'm not going to the gym it. I'm not going to the gym yeah, yeah, yeah I mean most people pizzas. are not
1: yeah most people are not just eating a bag of frozen I peas I thought you were like and now yeah, you're, like, you're like dialing it in I'm like yeah I am dialing yeah, it in
2: right, <laughs> actually yeah, I am dialing it <laughs> kind of like trying to it's the I can control right now
1: yeah yeah trying to control it well, it's human. And when you feel crappy, you know, it's human nature to seek out stuff that's going to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sugar. Dopamine responders. Yeah, the sugar. sugar. Carbs. Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Because your body's trying to do, you know, pain, injury affects you all the way down to a cellular level. Mm-hmm. So there's an actual immune response that, that w- it was just published not too long ago um, where they're actually tracking, like, people who have had pain for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, this chronic pain. Um, their immune system is crazy overactive, and it's it's actually feeding into a lot of the autoimmune diseases that are are becoming more and more present in our society right now wow yeah Yeah. i mean it makes sense your
0: body your body is like it it's it's serving up to fight something yeah and it looks for things to fight Uh uh-huh
2: yeah
0: so it fights yourself starts fighting itself
2: yeah all right so what are some so like before we get before we go or whatever um what are some things like Three big things that you can like someone could do at home to be more preventative, right? Mm-hmm. So like sure what are like three exercises that no matter what you could do at home that are just gonna be did you did you just ask me for the three best exercises? The three yes. best. You
1: know, mm. that's like you the know, worst. my uncle at like family reunion, <laughs> hey, like got three this thing. scotches yeah. in, he's like, Hey Danny, come here. I've had this shoulder issue for like <laughs> ten years. What are the three best exercises yes. I can do? you
2: fix it? And for every like for three for shoulders and three for hips and then three for knees yeah that, exactly be best
1: for everyone so three best yes. so we're gonna go we're with gonna three best things.
2: things that you can do mm.
1: okay uh number one is make sure that you are strong in your foundation which is your core okay okay i love the sit-ups. just sit-ups. just sit-ups. <laughs> thousands upon <of pounds>, no <sighs> i love crutches, the uh crutches the exercise dead bug okay okay can we do uh, that i'll, I'll yeah. be happy
2: to demo. it you can lay yeah. on you can it
1: yeah yeah so john's doing the bird dog here oh bird dog yeah so dead bug is the <laughs> one on your back can i do this one too yeah then? you can do the bird dog i think john needs to <laughs> move I need here to do this anyway. so bird dog is where we're you know Kicking opposites
2: out here. Here, here. Do you want me to yeah, hold you that mic? really you
1: do a good job. Narrate right. so, so many. Yeah. So,
2: what For John's those of you doing, that can't see on YouTube, John is doing.
1: So, John's doing a bird dog. So, he's in a hands and knees position. And force. what he's doing is he's lifting his opposite arm and leg into a straight line. Kind Pseudo of. straight line. Pseudo. He's a little <laughs> bit tight right now. There you go. Is that the straight line? Yeah, press That's his probably back Probably because he has jeans on. So, he, so this is a great one These to work on jeans. our spinal stabilizers. Okay. So this is one that, you know, the CrossFit movements are all huge on developing a lot of power. But they, they've they done studies on this, and they actually bypass these little local stabilizers. So when you move through a deadlift with heavier weight, um, it moves right past that. So bird dog is a fantastic exercise just to, just to get kind of a reference of where you are. The other one is the dead bug where if you want to lay, lay on my back. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll do you. So lay on your back Watch out here. Kill Cliff. And Don't spill the Oh, we're sponsored oil. by Sp- Kill yeah. today? Again? Yeah. Fantastic. And smart water. Mm. And smart water. <laughs> what kind
2: of microphone is that? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so dead bug is if you're laying flat on your back, both knees up in the air, both arms pointed towards the ceiling. And then what you're going to do is, again, opposites are going to move together. Okay, And you're going to try to keep the other limbs perfectly still. Yeah. So the goal with this one is as your leg is extending, as your arm is extending, your spine does not lose contact with the floor. Okay. And this is surprisingly hard for a lot of people. Okay. What happens is as they extend the leg a lot of times that low back starts to lift off the ground we end up with that arch or the rib cage rises as the arm comes up overhead so this is another good one that's kind of a uh, like how's your core how's your foundation how much of that should i do uh i typically on a on a day-to-day like at least you know 20 to 30 reps of of both sides until, of, both until sides. what until it's not hard. Until it's not hard. Gotcha. So until you're able to handle Which it. Which is never. So that means you never. have to just do it forever. Yeah.
2: And then I could wear ankle weights and wrist weights, right? No, that's. A, no. Dang it. No. Don't do that. Okay. Don't definitely don't do good, that. Okay, good, good. All right, cool. So one and, one and two. One and two. Go until it's hard. So the bird dog and the. For, so foundation stuff. Core.
1: Just, core. Yeah. So two exercises for core. Um, third one would of uh, my favorites is the inchworm. Everybody says my hamstrings are so tight. My hamstrings are tight. My doctor told me my hamstrings are tight. 99% of people do not have tight hamstrings. They have overactive hamstrings and they have tight sciatic nerves. Mm -hmm. And that nerve tissue is what mimics hamstring tightness. Yes. So go, So, waking up and going to bed with an inchworm will drastically decrease if you have calf and heel pain in the morning. Jeremy's just like, oh, my God, (laughs) how does he know this? Yeah, no, no, I'm just laughing about other things. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Heel pain in the morning. If your back's tight in the morning, if it takes you a little while to to be upright in the morning, inchworm is a really good one to just start adding into your day-to-day life. Cool. So walk me through an inchworm. Okay. So come down into a plank position, top of a push-up position. All right. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to walk your feet up towards your hands, trying to keep the legs straight. Okay. Until you start to feel a pretty good pull down the back of the legs, good. And then you're gonna walk your hands out. Back into a plank. Back into a plank. Nice. And then for like purposes of space management, now you're gonna walk your hands back towards your feet. If you only have a
0: you know a six foot
1: area. If you have a six foot area to do inchworms, <laughs> and then walk your feet back out.
2: Good day. Okay. Yeah.
1: Same thing, you know. Uh, around for those, maybe ten walks each
2: direction. Yeah. You know. You can do those every day. Yeah, absolutely. Every day. And the bird dogs and the
1: yeah, dead that dogs. that stuff is not. You're not going to over train with that stuff. That's that's more uh, what we call in my world motor control. Yeah. Like just reinforcing. Hey, these muscles need to be active on a day to day basis. And it's also a good check to see how you're moving. So, yeah. Well, I think because we have a lot of opportunities to fall off. Yeah. So, like, say you're coming in here and you're crushing it and you're doing
0: all the movements and whatnot. Well, then you go and sit at a desk all day. And then you go, you sit like this, and then you sit at a game and you. And then you sleep weird mm-hmm. and then you come in and expect everything to be there that you know, everything to be there that was there
1: yesterday and that's not always the case well and even just in your training um that those exercises will change on a daily basis right. you know you if you come in and you know you crush a a heavy deadlift workout That inchworm is gonna suck the next morning. Right. Like it's it's gonna be tight. Yeah. You know versus you know two days later you're like oh my gosh I think I've mastered this inchworm and then you go back to another deadlift for You know it's it same with the the bird dogs. You know if you come in and you do a heavy you know pull up day with Mm -hmm. lots of lats. Mm that's not going to be easy to stabilize the next day so your body is there's never an end state of of managing this stuff right. it's just constant maintenance yeah which that, i
0: mean that's what we that's what we do in here it's like there there's the carrot will always be out in front of you there's yeah. always room to grow and i think there's no excuse to to not
2: grow you know your stabilizers with with your fitness. Yeah. Oh, especially if it's something that you can do every day. Yeah. I easy. Mean, you no. you can could, you could do your morning routine like that. Yeah. Right.
0: Mm. And then uh, one other thing I wanted to cover is, is the... So we talked about the time. We talked about the impacts on your training. What about the money? What about the cost of of being injured? So, so we talked about how to get injured. It's basically just be stupid and pretend you're not injured for way too long. Well, now... Talk about the cost to fix the person after a month. This is only a month. Imagine if, if this went on for years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's catastrophically higher.
1: What if you get that person after that little twinge? So there. this is a little plug for physical therapy. I'm going to do a shameless plug here. There was You're a right. study that came out last year that when... People with low back pain were referred to a physical therapist before a physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, the overall cost of medical expense was twenty thousand dollars cheaper. Twenty thousand dollars cheaper. Okay. So, now that's, that's that. That also. So Decent. that that also. You know, and that's not knocking physicians at all. I'm not. I'm not There's saying that. But it's. You know, when you go into a physician's office, they're going to do X-rays. Okay, if it's if it's pretty severe, they're gonna order an MRI, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna put you on pain meds and muscle relaxers, and then eventually, you know, they'll refer you to PT. Yeah. And so what happens is when we when we get somebody first. A lot of times that cuts down on the X-rays and MRIs and things like that, and so, you know. And again, I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about physicians. I'm just stating like, reiterating that when we get it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. we can tell whether it's something that, and chiropractic too, we can tell that. It, whether it's something that's going to be easy to fix mm-hmm. or if this is something that's like, okay, no, we need to have you go see your doctor because yeah. we now need all those all that testing. Like, well, regardless, this is not appropriate.
2: Yeah. So whether they come to you before the physician or after the physician... They're still going to come see you, mm-hmm, right?
0: And, and I think if we take, uh, now it's CrossFit plug time. <laughs> yeah. So now if we take a step back from that, so say say we have somebody come in, they're like, man, my biceps are, my quads are really sore after that workout. We'll say, okay, here here's a stretch. Here's a here's a cow stretch. Go, go do that. And probably 99% of the time, they get better from that. Yeah. But if we find after a couple of days, hey, it's been a week, it's still not getting better, then we're like, okay, we need to level up. We know they going. need to go and talk to, talk to a professional. Yeah. yeah, And I think that's you know, what we want to educate people on is that pecking order of, of, yeah, we can we can show you the stretches. We can give you some myofascial stuff that you can do on your own, whether it's a foam roller or a supernova. You can floss. But at the end of the day, like and I'm a perfect example, like, I kind of know a little bit about the body. And I couldn't figure out what's going on here. And so, like, everybody at some point in time will need to level up. And I think that is the next level, is seeing seeing a professional as yourself before you start popping pills and you get X rays and MRIs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's, and that's, there's a there's a there's a time and a place for, for a muscle relaxer. Yeah, yeah.
1: And really, things really hit the fan. Well, and, things are bad. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what we're trained to identify. Like we're pretty good at spotting. You know, hey, this is this is something that is definitely going to need some further attention that's out of my world Mm -hmm. you know this is not a okay let me fix your hips let's kick some muscles back on this is okay yeah you really messed something up let's uh let's get you in to see the doctor so that they can do the appropriate testing and and start taking you down that path yeah and you know the physicians we work with are all you know they they love that because it cuts down on a lot of the you know unnecessary visits that you know they're slammed in the day right you know so they they appreciate that when you know when we send somebody in they know okay yeah something's not right like they've already been to PT okay yeah we we can justify that and it's same for the insurance companies too right. you know usually i think i think there's even some companies now that will say you you have to do 4 weeks of PT before we will even do an MRI and that's
0: great and i would say before you know say somebody's got a little they think they have a knee problem and they haven't couch stretched at all and they go to see like their Saya like, because <laughs> that you're going to fix them and you're going to say, ah, uh, your quads are really tight. Yeah, right? you need to do a couch stretch. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, so that's like a step going back a level. Yeah. It's like, make sure you're covering your bases
2: yeah.
1: before, you, before you level well, yeah, up. educate Work your, the petty edu- order. exactly. Yeah. Like, use your coaching staff, use your coaches that, you know, especially in here, like, you guys are all extremely knowledgeable. You know, I've learned a ton from you but and you guys are good at spotting, like, hey, yeah, let's, let's have this person do a couch stretch because they, you know, their quads are tight. Right. You know, making sure that you're just taking care of the basics on a day-to-day,
2: you know, yeah. basis. Yeah. So take care of the basics in your everyday routine, right? Your core, do some of that fun stuff. A couple, um, in, couple inchworms, a couple inchworms, bird dog it, bird dog it up a little bit. That probably takes max like 30 minutes.
1: No, no, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally. Five minutes. So we'll, Two minutes. Oh, No, yeah. we're we're getting not ready. Even. We're publishing a, a video here shortly of a full body foam rolling in five minutes. Yes. Yeah. You literally, you if you're on the roller for longer than ten to fifteen minutes, you're not doing it right. Yeah. yeah. What you are you, you doing? wasting time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. exactly so it can be done quickly Uh, yes work the pecking order yep from the bottom all the way to the top Mm -hmm. including yourself asking yourself questions people can ask their own questions to themselves and then work the pecking order yeah And, and pain should go away after how long Forty-eight to
1: seventy-two hours, it yeah. should be getting better. Should be, you mm-hmm. should see progress. Yes, yes. Because yeah. some
2: people
0: are like the two-day sore. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you don't, you don't feel it till two days later. But absolutely. But yeah, you should know the difference between soreness and and pain. Yeah. yeah. And then, we, like we, the other day, we were talking, like at a week, if nothing has changed or gotten better, it's like red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Absolutely. Something's not right. Right. We were just saying is like people don't know their bodies. And, and part of part of what we're trying to talk about here is is like being able to to feel the difference between a burn pain and and understanding different spots on on them. And I think what's fun about it here is it's not just working out. It's like it's like lear- learning your body. So what were you just about to say?
1: Well, it, it goes along the lines of um, you know you, I think with your vision of of how you know, people are a part of this community here. You know, this is a, a lifestyle mm-hmm. and not just a, it's not just a workout. It's not just to, right. you know, come in and look good. Um, I the, mean, everybody likes that's, that. That's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody wants that, yeah. but it's also, you know, the more the more holistic you become, the more in tune with your general, like your overall health, right. the more you begin to realize um, when things are not in balance. And when things are out of whack and, you know, that, that knowledge of your body is, is really important. To I the, it's what we want people to gain Yeah, as much as, you know, narrowing their waistline or, well, it's going to allow you to, to not only be functional today, but to be able to do the things that you want to do for the entirety of your life, right. you know, versus getting to, you know, 70, 80 years old and, you know, being able being unable to get out of a chair right you know if you if you take care of your body now and don't allow those injuries to, to continually compound you know think about like compounding interest yeah. right you know same thing with your body that injury is going to compound over right. the years and you know you're going to pay for it at some point right why not address it now so that it's not going to be an issue, right. um, you know, later on in life? So, how do you,
0: how do you get somebody to to think about? So, you know, I can remember when a workout was just an opportunity to like get sweaty, and I just focus on getting getting over, you know, getting it over. Sure. How do you get somebody to think about how their body feels while they move around, while they're doing thrusters, while they're doing pull-ups?
1: I think, I think it just comes with, um, it comes with repetition and being conscious and being conscious of, you know, how do you feel in your day to day? You know, when you, when you leave here, you know, you should feel really good, right? You know, you should feel, you know, very strong in your day to day life. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're going to have days where you're sore and, you know, going, you know, Sitting down to to the pot is a a little bit like, oh, man, (laughs) whoa, that's a little sketchy. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, like you should notice that you feel strong. Yeah. Like you feel good. And if you're if you're feeling stuff other than that or, you know, if you're if you're noticing that things aren't feeling better, you know, that's an indication that maybe you're not moving right. Right. And that's time to take a little bit closer look at some stuff. Right. Right. So, yeah, I can't. I mean, we
0: just wanted to hash out why it's like it's important to think about think about the movement that you're doing, how it's meant to be done, how it should feel, mm-hmm. versus what you're getting. You know, if you're if you're doing squats, for example, and you're you're pring, but it's hurting your knees as you go along. Like, okay, is that is that worthwhile? Is that going to be beneficial long term?
1: Well, and that's also that's a great. Um, opportunity to use the scaling options mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people that really want to Rx mm-hmm. and they you know they love that you know putting your name on the board and yeah. clicking that Rx button um, there are days where I, I come in and I don't Rx because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good yep. you know knowing your body you have to know what bad you have to know what good feels like and that and that's yes to compare it you're absolutely right and that's where you start and there's a progression just like anything else that you've ever done there's a progression to get to that end goal yeah and rather than coming in and you know first time of doing an overhead squat you know you're going to load up the percentage that it says do it with the pvc yeah like what does that feel like Mm -hmm. i'll tell you right now you can do a really hard workout with a pvc pipe Mm -hmm. like i it sucks yeah it's not fun Mm um but challenge yourself on that front like it doesn't doesn't have to always be you know you know, go as hard or as heavy as possible. And I, I think we do a really good job here of stressing that. Um, but at the same time, you also, you know, you want to learn how to push yourself too. Mm. So it's, you know, it's, it's very individual. Yeah. Yeah. Cause some people, some people need, need
0: the push. And some people need to push themselves, you know, like me, to push themselves to work towards imbalances. True. Instead of just trying to go for a, a bigger number or, or faster. Mm-hmm. It's like you need you need to push in, the, in that direction.
1: Well, and that's where it's helpful to um, kind of use the stuff we talked about, those exercises, that inchworm, as, as like a, a weekly or daily assessment. Like, how am I moving today? Yeah. You know, if I, if I can't do the bird dog effectively, you know, before class, should I be taking weight overhead? Right. You know, or should I be trying to PR my back squat today? Right. Maybe not. Maybe Maybe not not today. Pass it on. Two days, two days later, you might feel totally different, but today might not be that day. Right. You know? it's okay because if, if you step back and it's not a
0: you know again you know to, to wrap up it's the long-term approach yeah and and this doesn't happen in a day it doesn't happen in a week it doesn't happen in a month but it happens over years yeah and if you're constantly making little right decisions everything everything snowballs but if you make little dumb decisions eventually there's going to
1: it's going to fall apart it, you'll
0: eventually it will you will have to pay for yeah. that at some point yeah. so that's how to get injured <laughs> uh which is not the point of the So we're trying to prevent people from being injured but uh through going through or through the illustrative process of someone who did get injured uh, i hope that helps kind of paint a, a clear picture to people about how uh, how they can avoid it and yeah. uh, and stay healthy so uh, we appreciate having you on. Yeah, radio. thanks, and, guys. And being uh, stubborn enough to continue to work <laughs> with me. <laughs> Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get her dialed in here shortly and Jeremy will get off to uh, preschool. So yeah, yeah. that, thanks, that's guys. it for uh, number five. We'll talk to you next time.